Well, 12 minutes past eight, it's another clear sign of recovery and indeed a response to recovery. The US Federal Reserve hiking its benchmark interest rate a quarter point this week after that previous rise in March. Now on a level playing field with our own benchmark rate, which is at a record low of 1.25%. Are we going to cross over or track the US as it's on the way up? Professor Yang jun Sok from the Department of Economics at Catholic University of Korea joins us on the line. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for joining us. So uh, what would be the impact of these coinciding benchmark rates between the two countries? Okay, well, uh, because the US is usually considered a safer investment than Korea, and now they may have uh, higher returns in some cases as well, uh, there's likely to be more capital outflow out, uh, going out of Korea. Uh, but Korea can handle a uh, slow uh, capital outflow. What's really uh, dangerous, what everybody's really worried about, is that the possibility of uh, capital outflow, of money moving out of Korea, being very quick. Uh, now, that can play havoc with the financial market, stock market, and the foreign exchange rate market. Uh, but the possibility of that is considered fairly low right now because, well, policy rates are not always the same as market rates. And Korean market rates have been rising since the uh, second half of last year. So uh, the uh, Korean market rates are still higher than the U.S. And because the uh, Korean corporate profit rates have been uh, good and because Korea seems to be recovering at least when it com- comes to exports, uh, there's actually uh, capital coming into Korea right now. So most analysts do believe that the uh, there's a very little chance of uh, rapid capital outflow anytime soon, even with the uh, even uh, interest rates. Interesting. Uh, Quite a complex picture then. Um, I'm just speaking of the US situation. The Fed's hinted there will be three rate hikes within the year. Uh, Seven hikes by 2019 are expected. So even with the actual markets varying, can you see the US um, being a very different picture by 2019, for example, compared with Korea? Okay, well, everybody's concerned that uh, if the uh, U.S. uh, maintains its recovery and keeps raising its uh, interest rate, uh, then U.S. uh, may have substantially higher uh, rates than Korea for for a time. Well, uh, Korea has, and in the past, we had uh, lower rates than U.S. uh, for a while. The last time this happened was between 2005 and 2007, and while there was some capital outflow, uh, there wasn't this uh, rapid one that everybody was worried about. Uh, But still, because uh, U.S. is considered a safer investment than Korea, we really don't like to have the Korean rate fall much below uh, the U.S. rate. So this really creates a lot of pressure for the uh, Bank of Korea to try to raise its rates. Uh, but because, well, exports, Korean exports are doing well. Mm. But the uh, Korean domestic consumption and investment, it's not, uh, it's still uh, at a lackluster level. So, and also because problems with the household debt, the uh, Bank of Korea really doesn't, really doesn't want to raise its rates. Uh, but if the U.S. keeps on raising its rates, then uh, the uh, BOK may have no choice but to uh, raise the rates. 
And how does that impact on the government's plans? Uh, for example, this supplementary budget plan to create jobs. We're not exactly in a stabilised situation. This wouldn't be the ideal time to be lifting rates. But uh, will the BOK be under pressure to do so? Uh, well, BOK will definitely be under pressure to do so, uh, especially if uh, the capital outflow accelerates. So I think that's going to be the key factor. Uh, is the capital outflow slow? Uh, then the uh, Korean economy can handle it. But if it's still signs of accelerating, they may have to raise rates very quickly. And now this is where the uh, supplementary budget may come into play. Uh, as we mentioned, the uh, consumption uh, and investments. The domestic side of Korean economy is still not doing well. Uh, previously, we've depended a lot on monetary policy, low interest rates to uh, get us out of this mess, uh, but it hasn't really been doing a very good job. Uh, but now, because the uh, BOK cannot lower its rates and actually may have to raise its rates, uh, the monetary policy can no longer do uh, try, uh do that job, we have lost that tool, basically. So uh, the fiscal policy, the supplementary budget is now the uh, primary way that we can, we can use to uh, try to uh, uh, make the economy better. Mm. Speaking of which, what is your general assessment? We've, we've seen the Cosby soaring, exports not doing so bad. Uh, are these fundamentals in place to, to ensure that we have a smoother ride during the course of this Moon Jae-in administration? Okay, well, some of it, I think, is due to optimism. Uh, when we uh, look at the, uh, some, uh, the exports, they're definitely recovering, not only in Korea, but globally. So I think that's pretty much on track. Uh, but we've been uh, concerned about the domestic economy, uh, there's some uh, there's some uh, optimistic factors. Uh, we have rising exports. That does mean that there'll probably be some trickle down effects uh, to the domestic economy, uh, and the uh, consumer confidence index has gone up rapidly in the last couple of months. Uh, but uh, what's worrisome about that is if you uh, break down those uh, consumption, uh, the uh, consumer confidence index. Uh, the numbers which are very high are numbers which uh, reflect people's hope for the future, uh, whereas the numbers which uh, reflect their current conditions are still fairly low. So uh, I think we do need to have very expansionary policies right now uh, so that we can uh, sort of strike. Uh, the uh, situation, while it's still hot, mm. where we uh, can try to um, keep people's optimism and make it come true, then that's going to have a very strong effect. But if this uh, recovery fizzles out, then I think it's going to make a situation even worse than before because people are getting their hopes dashed. If the 11.2 trillion won supplementary budget is poured in in the later half of the year, what, what's your precise view of how that will impact the economy? Okay, we'll have to uh, look at short term and long term. Short term, uh, having that uh, money going into the economy will be good. Uh, but I'm very concerned about the long term effect. Uh, now, with the uh, fiscal policy, especially, you want to make sure that the money is used well. And about uh, 
uh, 4.2 trillion is going to be used to create public jobs. So about uh, nearly uh, half of the money is going to be used uh, to uh, maintain public jobs. And uh, there's other uses of that money as well. Uh, the, uh, other, uh, the other parts of the uh, supplementary budget will go into creating uh, venture capital funds uh, to uh, help private sector create jobs. That's not as worrisome, but mm-hmm. the uh, President Moon's promise that he'll create 12,000 uh, government jobs and create even more in the future, that's a bit worrisome because, well, the government jobs are usually better than private sector jobs, especially small and medium-sized enterprises. So you may have uh, young people uh, who are uh, who's trying to work for uh, SMEs shifting their goals toward more uh, government jobs because there's going to be more of it available. So uh, it may reduce the uh, reduction in the unemployment rate that President Moon wants. That's the first problem. And then the second problem is that it's very hard to get rid of government workers in Korea. They have strong protection, not only because they have uh, a very uh, strong uh, cohesion, but also because uh, they want those workers to be protected from political forces. So what's happen- what may happen is that we may be stuck with a lot of government workers uh, that we don't need in the future, but we have to pay them. We have to pay their pension. Mm. And pension has been creating the problem for the last uh, decade or so because government worker pensions are not fully funded. And President Moon has been trying to get around this by saying, well, these workers are going to be doing difficult on-the-ground jobs like police patrols, uh, actually manning the uh, fire uh fire uh, stations and creating more uh, welfare caseworkers will actually go and visit the people who need help. Mm. Uh, But the problem is the uh, Korean government workers tend to not like those on the uh, ground jobs, getting their hands dirty. So what they do once they have enough seniority is they try to move out of those jobs and into the central offices where they can just do paperwork. So we can see how your longer-term vision is is a little grimmer for this money. We are out of time now. It's okay. fascinating to hear you speak, though, in your analysis. Professor Young Jun-sok, thank you as ever for joining us. Thank you. Professor Young out of Catholic University of Korea.